rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 7.59 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It's Friday. You made it. You may rejoice. Yes, you may. Brent Jimenez is in the chat. I see you, Brent. You made it to Friday. Everybody made it. We are here. We feel good this morning. Um, it, it's nice when you step outside, too, actually. Uh, it's not overwhelming in either degree. Not too chill, not too hot, feels really well outside. And actually, we have the weather for you guys. You guys have been seeing that. We put the weather on the screen for you. I'm going to do that momentarily. We have a great show for you guys today. We got a great guest with us, and uh, we're going to learn a lot about an equally great organization. My guest today is Mr. Ken Maurice, who is the Director of Community Services for Aurora Township. How are you, sir? Good morning. All right. Former DJ, former radio DJ we were just talking about before the uh, <laughs> before everything came on. So he put the headphones on. He was like, I'm liking this. Like, I, I can see the excitement. He lit up when he put them on. That's really cool. Um, so we're going to talk to uh, Ken Maurice today about Aurora Township. But first, let us go to the weather. Feels good, me being the guy saying that. Uh, the weather's on the screen for you guys to check out. Today's high will be 83 degrees. Nighttime high tonight, uh, 65 degrees. As you can see, the potential for rain and more thunderstorms does exist tomorrow. Same thing when you wake up. 79 degrees is the high tomorrow, 63 degrees tomorrow night, Sunday, 84, Sunday night, 66, Monday, 88 degrees, and Monday night, 68 degrees. How y'all liking that weather? I feel good about it myself. All right. Ken, how you feeling? Just fine. I'm so happy to be here with Good Morning Aurora this morning. Happy Friday, everyone. Thank you very much. We're happy to have you, man. Happy to have you. Uh, so after meeting you for the very first time, I think last year, uh, come to find out after meeting you, we have so many mutual friends. Bob Lockwood is one of them. <laughs> uh, so many people. Um, and it's it's really cool to see. Um, so also want to give you uh, your kudos. Recently this year was the Everyday Heroes Breakfast. How did it feel to get awarded um, and get and to be recognized with other people in the community on that day? Uh, thank you very much. And uh, it, it was an honor. And uh, from my perspective, as I shared with the people that attended that day, I'm a product of Aurora. So anytime um, someone acknowledges the work that you're doing, uh, from my perspective, you have to look at the people who um, have touched my life over the years, the people that have taught me, the people that have given me opportunity to go out and serve. So uh, when you get an honor like that, um, you tend to think that there's a lot of people behind it and, and that, yeah, you may be the focus for the honor, but it really represents a lot of people uh, who put in the work to make sure that uh, you could be 
a viable and um, productive citizen in the community. Right. And you mentioned that, too, in your speech, which I thought was really powerful, too, because I think a lot of people don't understand that, like, yeah, it feels good to be awarded. It feels good to get the accolade. But what goes into the whole thing is a lot of heavy lifting and it's not just by one person's shoulders too. Uh, so shout out to the three fires council too, for giving the, uh, presenting that and putting that on. That was awesome. Um, now, uh, how long have you been the, uh, director, uh, over at township since August of 2021? Okay. All right. And, uh, what is your day to day activities like over there? Busy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's, um, you know, I function out of the, uh, youth and community center, uh, for Aurora Township and, uh, it's a fast paced environment. Um, there's a lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, um, have activities that serve, uh, young kids, uh, as young as seven, um, up to seniors and everything in between. So, uh, no two days are alike and, uh, every day is a busy day. There are no really down days uh, when you're in an environment like that. Well, um, you were born and raised in Aurora. Uh, I was raised in Aurora. I've been here ever since um, I was a child. I was actually born in the uh, show me state of Missouri. Missouri. Okay. All right. Um, what was the, uh, what was the Aurora experience growing up for you? Um, for me, it was, um, um, I, I would say it's close to uh, like the American way of life, okay. uh, being in the suburb. Um, you know, you get a chance to play uh, with your peers and go to school with your peers. And um, for the most part, uh, you could operate um, safely um, in the community. Uh, there wasn't... Um, as much of a threat or at least a visible threat as it is today in terms of the safety of kids. And so uh, you start elementary school and you uh, gain friends and you go throughout your school uh, years with those friends. So, you you know, it's it's it was a great experience. Uh, there were a lot of hardworking um, adults uh, that I got a chance to uh, look at when I was a kid. So um, at the very early stages, you get a chance to start formulating behaviors that you know are going to be successful. Right. When you see adults get up every day, they go to work, you know, they provide for families, and um, and then they do what they can um, outside of the area of work to make sure their families are okay and even pitching in. Uh, for uh, neighborhood type uh, concerns. So uh, I had a lot of good, positive experiences growing up in Aurora. I wouldn't trade it for anything. And now um, having that relationship with the young people who come to the um, youth center, so many youth oriented and focused activities, has it come full circle for you? Have you, have you, have we reached that pinnacle? Um, I would say yes. Um, The, Kids are kids, and you can go from uh, era to era, and you will understand that uh, uh, regardless of the era, there are some things in terms of uh, the developmental stages that kids go through that really don't change from era to era. Uh, But the eras do change, and so that impacts kids. And so I do think we've come full circle, 
but in different ways. Kids are exposed to different things. Our society is moving um, at the light speeds um, that we haven't seen um, in the past. And so uh, we as adults are uh, doing all that we can to make sure we keep up uh, with the uh, changes in our society. So it's even more important that we do what we can to help kids adjust to the uh, changes that we're seeing in our society. But at the end of the day, kids are still kids. Right, right. Time is 8.06 a.m. Brian Moreno is here. Good morning to you. Sam Nunez is here. Good morning, all. And Director Maurice, appreciate that, my brother. Judge Kim uh, Giovanni is here. Good morning to you. Matthew Rainey, Brent Jimenez, Valerie Trainum, and Stephen Hendry. Good morning to all of you great people. Happy Friday to everybody. Um, For those who are unfamiliar, what exactly is Aurora Township and how do I know if I live in it and what are the boundaries of Aurora Township? Well, Aurora Township, excuse me, is uh, bounded roughly uh, by uh, Route 56 in the north, um, in the west by Orchard Road and uh, the east by Eola Road and the uh, south roughly by Route 30. So if you're in those boundaries, you're in Aurora Township. Uh, and uh, we, uh, our duties are basically to serve uh, within those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of ways you guys do that. There's, there's uh, the roads. I'll let you tell it, but um, there's roads. Sam Nunez is on the show, too, and gave us a, a little bit of an overview as well. Yeah, we we have uh, elected officials uh, that are part of the leadership of Aurora Township. So uh, there's the supervisor's office, uh, which uh, uh, Bill Ketching is the township supervisor. And uh, under the supervisor's office, you have a variety of uh, services that are provided uh, to the public. Uh, we have general assistance. Uh, we have riding cane. Uh, we have youth services, uh, which uh, uh, is uh, emanating out of the Youth and Community Center. Uh, you have code enforcement uh, with the uh, Township Supervisor's Office. And then we have the Assessor's Office uh, with uh, Davis Offit uh, as the uh, elected assessor. Uh, and they basically uh, appraise property, assess property, uh, real estate uh uh, within the uh, boundaries. And then uh, we have the uh, highway department, which uh, the elected official there is Jason Owens. And uh, they're responsible for the uh, roads that are within the district of the Aurora Township. Uh, we also have a board of trustees and we have uh, four elected trustees, of which you mentioned Sam Nunez being one of them. We have uh, Dolores Hicks. Uh, we have Juanita Wells, and we have Mr. David Moore. And then um, the other elected official is our clerk, and we have uh, Cassie Alexander, who is the uh, town clerk. So that forms the leadership, um, and that also the elected leaders, the township supervisor, the assessor, and the um, highway department, they are all over their respective uh, elected areas. And so they, uh, they run those uh, based on township statutes and uh, the initiatives that they deem 
for those different areas. Okay, awesome. The time is 8, 10 a.m. Gary Pierce is here. He says, happy Friday, my brothers. Well, thank you very much for that, Gary Pierce. <laughs> Good you morning, need to keep bro. tuning in, my man. <laughs> <laughs> much appreciated. Um, and uh, Becky Hoff is here as well. Good morning to you. Um, I'm, so we talked before the camera and the mics came on and everything. Uh, you know, the, our show's been just made the three-year mark. It was back in May started during the pandemic. What was the pandemic like for Township? And I know that you weren't director then at that moment when it started, but um, but being familiar with it, um, if you're able to, what was it like and how, was, how did it affect um, activities and duties and everything? Surely shut down, but what else? Well, <clears throat> I'm very uh, familiar because uh, – during the pandemic, I was uh, the human resources coordinator for Aurora Township. And um, one of the things we saw immediately, uh, uh, our township supervisor, Bill Ketching, uh, wanted to be as safe as possible. So like most organizations, uh, we shut down um, and uh, we um, decided to... Um, make sure that our staff was uh, safe as well as the uh, uh, residents that we serve. Uh, and and we followed the guidelines that were put out there by uh, the state of Illinois, uh, CDC. So we just made sure that uh, we, we told the line as far as uh, what the uh, recommendations were for best practices. And, uh, as soon as we uh, were got signs like everybody else that we could slowly uh, start ramping back out, we did, and we did that safely as well uh, by following protocol for uh, um, the safety during the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic. All right. Uh, it seems like the so those are the mitigation phases and the phases of reopening and everything. And it seems like, you know, you guys follow the, the same timeline, same timeline and everything, which, which I liked seeing that, you know, and that was how it was in, in Aurora and everything. But for many organizations, uh, you know, it was obvious to see who put the safety of the folks before, you know, whatever the case may have been to just try to reopen and, and, uh, and things like that. And when you deal with families and young people too, that's paramount, you know, because the, the, the parents don't have the confidence, you know, that consumer confidence, they're not going to do anything, no matter whether it's going out to the skating rink or um, programs and things like that. So kudos, man. Kudos. Thank you. Yep. Um, right now, the, uh, the website and everything, is that how people go about if they need assistance? Like for example, general assistance, and you guys also have senior is that the ride share that you were mentioning? Is that the senior one? Because there's a, there's yeah. a senior component though to township. Yeah, we we uh, 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 fund and uh, help partner with uh, senior services of Aurora, okay. uh, and so we do uh, direct seniors to uh, access uh, what's available through senior services. And Aurora Township has had a, a longstanding uh, relationship with senior services. Um, uh, also, with our riding cane program, uh, many of the um, individuals that take advantage of that are seniors or individuals who may have a disability of some sort. 
All right. Time is 8.14 a.m. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Now, Ken, remember I told you about going to a commercial and doing a little bit of the, the local forum. I'm going to do some of that right now. I'm going to take them to a commercial. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell these great people um, about some of the local news and headlines that are happening here. How you feeling? You need some water or something? No, no I'm, I'm actually having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, man. I'm glad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, up on your screen, you can see um, an event taking place uh, Saturday, July 15th at the Wilder Park Promenade. That's been, uh, that's the recent place, 350 North River Street, uh, where the bridge ends coming across 8.30 a.m. to noon. This is the IFT Wellness Concert Series. It's Fit Time, in partnership with the Aurora African American Health Coalition, is hosting this fantastic um, series, and it's sponsored by Mind and Body Chiropractic and Leave Me Be Pest Control Incorporated. Once again, it's going to be Saturday, July t- uh, 15th at the Wilder Park Promenade. So come on out there, get your fitness on. How's your health? Right? Everybody paused. Ooh, how is it, honey? You know, sip your coffee. Make sure that you... Healthy. We need you all healthy as we continue trying to take over the world here. Okay, next we have the Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce. They have Coffee and Connections. The next one's taking place Tuesday of next week at Jennings Terrace, uh, 271 South LaSalle Street. Uh, This is a morning of impactful network building and caffeination with professionals from across the greater Aurora region. The coffee is good. I go every now and then and... uh, it's, it's really good. You'll like it. So I encourage you to go there. Also become a member of the Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce. And last but not least, Aurora Electric. Get to know Aurora, Aurora Electric. Oh, my gosh. Sip it up. Sip it up. Sip it up. Sip it up. You don't have anything to drink, but when we mess up our words, we sip it up on this show. Mm. That's just to let us know to woosah, right? Calm it down. Let's try that again. Okay. Aurora Electric. They've been around for 30 years, 30 years of experience, licensed 24-7 service, um, and this is your $100 off coupon. Get your phones out. Take a screenshot of that. 630-486-1128 is the number that you need. Peter Aguilera is a dear friend of our show, and uh, we want to make sure that we support him. So I want all of you guys to do that for your electrical needs. Reach out to um, Aurora Electric. The time, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, 8.16 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. So uh, college, let's talk college. Where'd you go to school at? Uh, My undergrad, I went to uh, Northwestern University in Evanston. Okay, and is that where we, is that where WNUR was born? That is correct. (laughs) That's where I spent my uh, four years as a disc jockey at the uh, campus radio station, and uh, I enjoyed every second, uh, as I had shared with you before we went on the air, um, you know, I'm a jazz enthusiast uh, in terms of music. I listen to all sorts of music, but I'm definitely a jazz enthusiast. And when I found out um, I could actually go on the air and uh, play the music and share with other people, I, I jumped at the opportunity and I had a show all four years that I was in school. All right. All right. And what was the name of it? The name of uh, the show. 
I, I didn't have a name. It, it just, wasn't the Ken Maurice show. No, no, no. I did. I, 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 Kenny's I, jazz t- jams or something. No, 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 no. no I didn't uh, have a name to it. No. Okay. All right. Um, I I want to talk about the uh, the positions, the elected positions, um, at township. What is uh, how do they run? Speak about them, and uh, how can folks get involved in in those positions and learn more. Well, the uh, the election uh, comes up every four years mm-hmm. uh, for the um, uh, elected uh, offices uh, that the township has. And, uh, again, each uh, of the uh, three main uh, areas, meaning the supervisor's office, the assessor, and the highway department, uh, uh, the, those elected officials are uh, over their areas. And, okay. Uh, uh, accountable uh, to the voters uh, for those areas. And um, it, if an individual was interested in that, um, there's a process that you would have to go through like you would uh, any other election. Mm-hmm. And um, and once you uh, uh, set yourself up uh, to, to be um, on the ballot, uh, then you would uh, be a part of the election uh, for a township office. Okay. All right. And when that time comes up, that that or those uh, postings and, and that news is out there. Uh, exactly. When, when folks happen. Yes. Okay. Uh, the time is 819. Tracy Duran, good morning. Norma Peterson, good morning. Um, so the I want to talk about the benefit for young people of being involved and getting involved uh, and, and, you know, not just going to school and coming home, wherever the case may be, but taking part, becoming a part of associations and clubs um, and things like that. In your experience, how formative has that been or can that be for young people? Um, I, I think that uh, you, you have to go where kids have an interest and uh, you have to, um, expose them to a variety of options. And uh, like young folks, you may have those that are, uh, they have a passion for some athletic activity or another. Uh, You may have some that um, are more geared towards community service. Uh, You may have some that are interested in um, governance. Uh, And so um, I, I think you, what you do in terms of organizations and schools and the uh, community and church and, and uh, the whole lot is you give them opportunities, positive opportunities and uh, safe opportunities to uh, home in on their passions. And um, from time to time, young folks may not know exactly what that is, but when they have options put before them, uh, then they can pick and choose, and uh, you try your best to help them uh, develop uh, in that passion as well as uh, enjoy that. And so it's been my experience that uh, the key is that they have as many options as possible that are uh, safe and they're fun and uh, something that they can learn and grow being involved with. Now, you were a coach as well. Correct. Basketball. Yes. How many years to coach? Uh, well, I coached many years uh, through the uh, Fox Valley uh, Park District Summer League. Uh, uh, years ago, every summer, 
uh, each of the park sites would uh, have several coaches and um, our uh, we were charged with uh, teaching basketball skills. Uh, many of the kids that participated were very talented, so you didn't have to do much teaching. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I did that for many years, and um, and then um, I had an opportunity to uh, coach at uh, my high school alma mater, East High, for a season. Um, I was the assistant sophomore uh, basketball coach, and so um, over the years. Even at the township, uh, we fielded basketball teams, and uh, we would be in a variety of leagues. Like years ago, the YMCA had a league that we were involved in and uh, other types of uh, uh, competitions, like uh, we used to uh, play Elgin. Okay. Uh, We'd go up to Elgin, take a team up to Elgin. Uh, At that time, they had Detective uh, Henry Smith was the uh, contact person. He would put together a team. We'd go up there and play. They'd come down here and play. I took teams to play other townships and uh, and, and actually uh, took a team once up to Evanston uh, uh, with some of the connections I had up there. So I've coached over the years, but some of the players, they, 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 they may have a different uh, viewpoint because, again, <laughs> when you have players that are, are uh, extremely talented, sometimes they don't think they need a coach. And uh, whatever success you have, they, they might think it's due to, you know, them playing and mm-hmm. uh, they tolerate listening to the coach, right. the quote unquote coach. Right. Well, some of that stuff that you learn too, you know, uh, you know, everybody can make, you know, people got a good shot and they think that that's just it, but it's like, yeah, but you're never on time for practice, you know? So it's like those things you learn as right. you, as you, um, as you grow and develop, man. Right. Uh, times 823. What's the current events taking place, uh, within township and going on? Well, um, we have a summer camp. Uh, yeah. that we're uh, full front and circle working with now. We um, have uh, 57 kids enrolled. Okay. And so uh, that takes up uh, most of the day. I mean, they um, some of the kids uh, get there as early as 8, and uh, then um, uh, most of them, uh, their parents picked them up by 5, and sometimes a little after because we uh, do have uh, – kids in the summer camp whose parents uh, are working during right. the day. Uh, so that's front and center. But uh, we we also uh, have a full-fledged uh, soccer uh, team and uh, training and activities going on, which you know soccer is very popular in the world, in our country, and no less here in our state and our city. Uh, and uh, we have kids that we um, uh, are – involved in uh, basketball in the evening times. Uh, But uh, there are several activities um, on the horizon for us that are community in nature. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are planning to be a site, uh, one of the sites uh, throughout uh, this great city for National Night Out. Uh, I'm I'm, uh, personally a big uh, believer in law enforcement and their efforts uh, in our community and uh, working with organizations and our residents to make our community safe. And the township um, is planning on being one of the host sites. And then um, in um, 
um, early August, I believe August 7th. Uh, we have a yearly fundraiser uh, that's for the Youth and Senior Foundation at the Aurora Township uh, Barbecue. So um, I'm going to put a plug in for that. Uh, <laughs> you can get tickets at our main office or our Youth and Community Center for that. It's very popular. Uh, I believe last year, I, I'm pretty sure we had well over 500 people uh, um, that got involved and uh, came through our Youth and Community Center to uh, pick up their dinners. So we're going to be doing that again. Those are some things that are coming up uh, in several weeks. Good, good, awesome. Time is 826 a.m. Phase uh, Barbecue. That's right. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Josie Mendoza Geller is here. Good morning from Mauston, Wisconsin. Oh, man. Tuning in from all over the place. Shout out, Wisconsin. That's what's up. Uh, Aisha Saxon, good morning. Corey Ingram, good morning. Luz and Juan, the woodwork, the woodcrafters. Get to know them. Great people, family-owned business. Uh, good morning to both of you guys out there. Josue Pais and Tracy Duran. Oh, and Al Covington. Al Covington. He says, good morning, Ken. Good morning, Al. And I would be remiss if I did not mention Mr. Saul Olivas. Good morning to you, Saul. All right. Um, so when it comes to uh, the the activities and everything, um, how does the township get funds for activities? Well, we're founded, uh, funded through the uh, town fund. So uh, being a department of uh, uh, the Roy Township Supervisor's Office, uh, we, we are budgeted uh, – through the uh, town fund, and uh, every year we go through a process uh, uh, where the uh, plans are presented to the town supervisor uh, and also uh, uh, work with the uh, director of finance for the township. And then, obviously, uh, there's uh, oversight by the uh, board of trustees. And so that's what we do. We um, take a look at uh, what the uh, expectations are and um, the services that we want to provide, and then uh, we have to uh, go through that process to uh, to uh, present it and uh, and um, get it approved. What does it take to be an effective director? Uh, I, I think you have to have uh, uh, flexibility and uh, um, understanding, uh, patience. Uh, you need to be an effective communicator. Uh, both with uh, uh, your team of people that you work with as well as uh, the general public, uh, with the elected leaders uh, and uh, the general community because we don't um, function in a vacuum. Uh, We work with other organizations and uh, collaborative and partnership type activities. Um, And I also think um, there needs to be something that uh, shows that uh, you have a sense of humility and uh, that your primary focus are on others and, and that uh, your job is to, to really uh, do all you can so that uh, others' lives can be brightened, uh, whether that's through um, staff development or through services to the public. Uh, you almost need to be in a... Um, a realm where it's not about you. Mm. You almost have to lose yourself and understand that when you're in a position of leadership, it's about other people. It's about helping other people. It's about developing other people. Uh, 829 is the time. 
I wonder, I wonder, uh, and this is more of a, you know, more of a, a speculative pondering type of question. Is that a skill or a trait or a talent that, that, that is not being pushed to young people uh, as effectively as it could or should be? Um, I, I, I've seen quite a few people who um, have uh, young people on their radar and they do push it. Uh, although I do think that um, it needs to be increased uh, just from a personal perspective. I think uh, from a, a, a vantage point from afar, just if you look at everything that's going on uh, in the world, in our country, in our state, in our community, uh, we we have an abundance of positions that require leadership. But I do believe in some respects that there is a short supply of actual leadership. And I'm, I'm saying like when I was a kid growing up, one of my heroes and uh, still is one of my all-time heroes is uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, that type of leadership, we could use a lot more of it. And I think young people could use a lot more of it. Now, also when I was growing up um, in my neighborhoods, um, there was what I called unsung heroes and uh, people who demonstrated leadership because they did things that mattered positively for others. They wasn't doing it for headlines. They didn't get accolades or anything like that. It was just a normal way of life for them. And I saw that time and time and time again. So I do think true and sincere leadership is invaluable and it's priceless. And, and when, when an organization or a community or a neighborhood or whatever the case may be, when you find it, you need to treat it like that because it's a, it's a, a commodity that's in short supply, in my opinion, uh, although we have an abundance of positions of leadership, uh, the true leadership, we could use uh, a lot more. And all a person has to do is just look around them at what's going on, and you can see that that's that's a pretty accurate uh, view, I think. And Martin Luther King Jr. was your hero. Who were uh, who was your mentor? Uh, I've had a variety of mentors. Most of my mentors um, have been um, uh, like family and uh, peers. Um, I grew up uh, watching. Um, People do things that impacted me positively, uh, you know, like my brother. Um, I always looked up to him. Um, I learned a lot from him. I uh, uh, basically, uh, um, you know, learned what was right and what wasn't right. Uh, I had friends like that. I had uh, other family uh, that impacted me before I even went out into the world. Basically, I, I was touched positively by most of my family before I even went to school and things like that. But I was also fortunate uh, that uh, when I was in school, I had teachers, I had coaches uh, that really cared about people and did all they could to help them uh, 
start formulating the basis for being successful in life. Same thing in college. Uh, I was able to uh, uh, be around individuals um, that uh, steered me in the right direction. And certainly uh, uh, being out into the world as a full-fledged adult uh, in a professional capacity, I've had uh, numerous uh, people who took me under their wings and they taught me, uh, you know, the, how to be uh, a productive and successful person in our society in addition to the world of work. So I have been um, very fortunate in my life that every step that I can think of, I mean, we could be here uh, an episode alone, me just dropping names of people because it's been that many. I'll take you up on that one of these days, man. We'll call it the name drop episode. We're just hey, <laughs> put a little beat to it. Like shout out to this person. Now that you are uh, those people, you said unsung heroes. Yeah, there's a lot of those people out there. Uh, I thought about that too when we were, when you mentioned that the the everyday heroes breakfast, right? I, um, Lynn Bogacki, great guy. Uh, I told a story. Uh, I couldn't tie knots when I. In the Navy, you know, you need to learn how to tie knots. And anyway, the man who taught me how to tie knots was a guy named Harold Cadman. He's since passed away. Uh, he was a Boy Scout. And that was because I wasn't getting it, right? It wasn't the easiest thing to do. He made it easy. He was like, I've been tying now. He was like, Curtis, come on. The bowling? He was like, this is, right? And... I got pictures that I'll never forget him because now in my everyday life, in my every whatever, you saw Brett leaving out of here, about to do his first interview. I just think to myself, like, you know what? Like, you you got to provide that moment for somebody else of clarity. You know, that's, that's what it's about. It, it always, that's my humility right there, you know. Uh, as soon as you start slicing a little bit too high on the hog, you come back to those moments and you're like, you know what? I'm here because someone took the time to show me or someone took the time to tell me or someone may have taken the time to, to warn, whatever the case may be, you know? Uh, time is 8.36 a.m. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. If you are just tuning in, our guest today is Mr. Ken Maurice of Aurora Township. Uh, and good morning to all of you great people. Ray Flores, Cheryl Brownell, and Josue Pais says, word, the young people today are desperately needing leadership. Cindy Morales is here. Good morning to you guys as well. Todd Schlitz, good morning to you. And Dan Burrell says, good role models are greatly needed to help develop our youth. Kudos to all the coaches and volunteers. Absolutely. Shout out to the teachers, too. We went to a brief, brief, brief uh, commercial because I want to put the weather back up here for y'all to see. As you know, Good Morning Aurora is dedicated to giving y'all the weather. Aurora weather exists. Now, we did we did a video today. It's on LinkedIn, but it didn't post to Facebook. I think Meta, Zuckerberg or somebody hating on our weather, man. It's all the numbers climbing up. They're like, you know what? Let's shut that down. Boop. <laughs> Let's make the let's make it buffer for just no reason and make it upload but then not post, you know. So whatever. Here anyway, here is the um weather for you guys. Cooler through Saturday, then warming up Sunday and Monday. Today's high is eighty three degrees, nighttime high sixty five degrees, tomorrow seventy nine, nighttime high sixty three, Sunday eighty four degrees, and Sunday's uh nighttime high sixty six degrees. As you can see, starting tonight, going into tomorrow, the potential for thunderstorms, lightning, rain, and all of that 
does begin. So be aware of that. Not only do young people need leadership, young people need to start wearing umbrellas. You ever notice that? They so cool with the clothes. They don't want right the the outfit. Standing out there in the rain, getting rained on, because the umbrella is just not cool anymore. Okay, now you got wet clothes. Anyway, time is eight thirty eight a.m. Good morning to all of you, great folks out there. Um, Judge Kim says, "Great job. Please keep up this important work." Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and with that important work, one of the one of my favorite questions to ask folks is, "How can we help you? How can uh, ourselves and the listeners help um, yourself, Aurora Township?" Yeah, I, I. Uh, again, we work at a youth and uh, community center, and uh, we uh, we do uh, uh, take advantage of people who volunteer. Um, all of our volunteers uh, have to be background checked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, and then, if you um, look at our website uh, and or um, by word of mouth, uh, you find out about our programs and. Um, you know of kids uh, and families that might be able to uh, take advantage of it, send them our way. Um, uh, and, and, and we do all that we can. We put uh, the people that come through our uh, doors front and center. Um, we greet everybody uh, positively when they come in, uh, and we try to uh, give them a sense that they are important. And uh, no matter what's going on in the outside world, when they walk through our doors, uh, we we want people to feel that they're special. So we uh, we do uh, take advantage of volunteers and uh, word of mouth for people that I mean, there's a lot of things in Aurora. That's one of the things I like about Aurora. And, and I've been a few places and I will say that Aurora stacks up as good as any place I've been to when it comes to social services, human services, and people in need being able to get things done. So if if, if somebody feels like or thinks that uh, there are some services that we offer that can help somebody, send them our way. Awesome. Time is 8.40 a.m. Julia Lindbergh is here. Good morning to you, Julia. What is the... What is the importance of voting? Uh, voting is your way of controlling your destiny. And uh, I, I have this dialogue I, I uh, with, you know, friends and family uh, quite a bit that, uh, you know, even if it's the local school board, even if it's the local township offices, even if it's our municipal government, state, federal, your voice is heard through your voting and everything that goes on in our society is governed by something. And so when you're thinking about, I don't like this, I like this, this isn't good. This isn't, uh, that's not uh, for me or that is for me. Um, voting is where you make your voice heard and too often, and, and I understand this is not a judgment of people. People are busy and, you know, um, uh, some governing has let people down. I get that. Um, but it's so important because just about everything that's going on in our lives are impacted in one way or another by a body that has elected officials. Right. 
And so I, I, I would say, you know, there's a lot of things in life that uh, take up our time, but I would strongly encourage people to always find the time, if possible, to vote because that's where your voice is heard and that's where you're, you're counted and that's where you can impact uh, governing bodies that impact your life. And that's where it matters. Like, exactly. Like I, you know, I, I've, uh, I won't, I won't uh, wear down the audience with retelling them, but, you know, I, I, I heard from the words of someone, a great leader in our community that, you know, all the, all of the protesting in the world is, is, is still going to be that. And it's not going to have any effect without voting to change legislation or create legislation. You know, that, that is, that's the key for people to exercise their, uh, their vote, you know that that's that's how it's done. That's how you have to do it. And I and do, and I do believe that people are, uh, especially young people, they may not, they may think it's just something that old people do. Or what does it really matter? You know the dreaded phrase. I didn't mean to cut you off. Excuse me. Oh no, I was just gonna say, uh, just real quickly that it's accountability too. Sure, it is. No, it, it's it's our way as. Uh, as the public, it's our way of holding our governing bodies accountable. Right. Uh, time is 8.43 a.m. Josue Pais says, this is why I love living in Aurora, our small community. We have love for one another and help each other out in need. Yeah, I, I you know, you're supposed to be. That's what it's all about. That's what God put you on this earth for. Uh, I personally was, when this show started, I needed I needed help, you know, I needed help. I didn't have a job, lost the job that we had, uh, so I needed help. So the whole idea was to, I can't be the only person who needs this help. I'm not the only person who lost a loved one. I'm not the only person who lost their job. People are calling me looking for jobs. So you know what? Let's find jobs together. Like, somebody's hiring, let's put that on the screen, you know, so... Just trying to do my thing, you know, my own Ken Maurice story. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate Time it. Time is 844. Um, so now, now we find ourselves um, in the summertime of, of 2023. What does the, um, what are the next priorities for Township? I, I keep saying Township, but your youth services directly, you work out of that building directly. Uh, but I'm just, you know, bringing up all Township stuff. What are the priorities for Township, the Youth Services Department, and, and uh, things for the future? Uh, we want to uh, continue our outreach efforts. Okay. Uh, we talked about uh, the pandemic, and uh, in 2021, uh, when I moved over from human resources to uh, director of community services and working out of our youth and community center. Um, uh, the uh, reality was uh, kids like adults during the pandemic had to find other things to do. Mm-hmm. Our, all of our lives changed dramatically uh, when uh, we were going through the pandemic. So what I found out was we needed to do some outreach to tell kids that, hey, it's okay uh, that you started something else, but, 
you know, you could come back, you know, because, I mean, everybody was doing their own thing and they weren't really going back to what they used to to do very quickly. And, And again, adults were like that. I mean, there were some things I changed up in my life. Uh, when the pandemic came that I, I was either reticent of or didn't uh, even go back to afterwards. So kids were no different. So we needed to do outreach to say to kids that you don't have to be in your room uh, all day in the summer or in the evenings. I mean, you can come to a youth and community center. There are activities here uh, and there are things here that can take up your time uh, that you can enjoy and do it safely. And so uh, that effort has been ongoing. And it, it's, uh, I mean, technology was uh, a boom for some of the kids uh, during the pandemic uh, because almost everything um, they wanted to do, they could do through their phones. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I even had a kid tell me once, because uh, we have a, a TV that was donated by a neighborhood couple and uh, so we allow the kids to watch it and the kid was looking at TV and I said you know hey is there something on there or is there something we uh, can try to get you that you're looking for and the kid was like oh no that's okay I could I can look at it on my phone so um, on the horizon for us is to keep outreach going and we are seeing that kids are coming back and um we're seeing that kids enjoy being in atmospheres uh, where they can um, uh, be with other young folks and do things that are fun. Like uh, we, we don't, uh, we, we'd like it to be as loud as it can be at the youth community (laughs) center. You know, like if you can't blast the music at home or if you can't be loud at home uh, at the center, uh, it's encouraged. And so uh, that that's our main focus now is just continuing our outreach efforts. Our soccer program is going. It's in the uh, we have in the hundreds of kids involved in that. And we want to try to uh, uh, do some more outreach for kids that are interested uh, in basketball and continue to increase that. Um, And then also. Uh, just to let the public know uh, through the leadership of our supervisor and our board of trustees, uh, we have been making some improvements to the youth and community center. And so uh, there are uh, a couple things that uh, we're trying to finish up this year um, to make sure that the facility uh, continues to be a very clean facility uh, and one that's of, of, conducive to um, the public being able to come to a place that's nice while they're uh, taking advantage of the services and activities there. Time is 8.48 a.m. You're listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We're here with Mr. Ken Maurice today. Jason Fritz, good morning. Jennifer Baird Del Debio, good morning. Marissa Amoni, good morning. She says, TGIF, no first Fridays tonight. See everyone at Music and Market on Stolp Avenue on Wednesday. Music and Market on Stolp Avenue. Shout out to Stolp Avenue. And Julia Lindbergh says, voting is... The key, absolutely. Jennifer Ryan Maiden, good morning to you. Peter Aguilera is here. Good morning to you too. What does what does jazz provide to the listener and to the world that every other genre doesn't? 
That's a good question. Um, and uh, I, I like the artistry um, that jazz provides. Um, and it, it also, uh, from my perspective, it uh, does something for the soul. Uh, and if you uh, go back historically, uh, uh, it's one of, uh, of America's, uh, um, it's a creation here that takes a lot of different genres and put them together uh, to form the music. Um, and, uh, you know, you do have uh, some uh, jazz that uh, they're, they're singing uh, in it, but um, a good part of it is instrumental. And so um, it's the type of music that uh, you can you can listen to it uh, while you're reading a book. You can listen to it while you're driving or rolling around, rolling along. Um, uh, you can share it with people. Like if you're in a, a situation where you're having some discussion, you can have it in the background. Uh, but I, I just think that um, there's something about it that uh, goes uh, deep within you. And, uh, and uh, the artists, uh, through their life experiences, I think uh, are able to connect with listeners that way. Okay. All right. Time is 8.51 a.m. This has been uh, Kim Williams. Rowry is here. Good morning to you as well. Josue Paisa said hip-hop jazz. Thanks for that, my brother. And Amy Sihak, good morning to you guys. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to... I've done this interview today, uh, and I know I can already see, uh, you know, I'm going to be hanging out later, but uh, I can already see people hitting me up and asking me. Some things are happening in my life now that's really different. Now, nobody asks me how I'm doing. Very few people ask me how I'm doing. They'll see me and they'll be like, hey, Kurt, what up? Yo, the interview with the blah, 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 when he said, <laughs> so I look forward to uh, a lot of that because um, uh, very few people knew I was going to interview you today. So I'm anxious to see um, what they say. But I'm happy to highlight what you're doing and your story. Really am, man. Really am. Yep. Um, you were on the East Aurora School Board, too, as well for many years. What was that experience like? Um, it, it was a great experience. Uh, it was uh, another way to serve. And um, uh, for me, uh, it was very important because uh, uh, it it rounded out and made my uh, experience with District 131 uh, come full circle. Um, I was a student in the district. Um, I coached in the district. I was also a uh, licensed guidance counselor for the district for four years. Um, and then to be able to be on the uh, school board for a couple years. It, it was like, that, that's the full district 131 experience. Mm. And uh, more importantly, uh, it was another way for me to try to give back to uh, not only the community uh, as a whole, but the, the district in particular, because so many um, parts of, the success in my life was due to my experiences as a student. I mean, I, I had outstanding teachers all throughout uh, my uh, experience as a student in District 131. 
Um, I had outstanding coaches because I, I, I did play sports for a little while. And uh, there were outstanding friends and families that I got to know. So uh, being on the board was another way to serve and another way to impact. And, and it was a great experience. Uh, school boards are as close to um, grassroots as you can get. Uh, mm. I mean, uh, anybody, you know, you could be a mom, you could be a, just a concerned individual in the community and you can run for school board. And then when you get on there, uh, you can try to have an impact. So it, it was a great experience. I ain't going to say that every moment was uh, a walk in the park because you do have, uh, uh you know, elected uh, school board members who are there for a variety of reasons. So uh, there is um, quite a bit of dialogue and uh, uh, quite a bit of debate at, at some times that uh, got contentious. Uh, but that, I mean, that was fine. I mean, I, I'm, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm good with that. I can handle <laughs> that. But I, I just want people to know that, uh, you know, it's one of those experiences where it's not just sitting behind a desk and, and smiling and, and stuff like that. You, you are debating some serious issues of, of, of things that impact one of the most precious parts of our uh, population, and that's our kids and our youth. Absolutely. The time is 8.55 a.m., ladies and gentlemen. This has been a fantastic episode. Uh, man, I feel like we, what? We went, <laughs> we went out there today. We did it, you guys. We did it. Um, shout out to East Aurora. Uh, great teachers, um, coaches, and, and staff as well. Um, so the show ends on a positive note. What is your message today for the people of Aurora? Um, I, I would encourage people to, um, and, and this is with the understanding that, you know, everybody has a life and, and life moves fast and there's a lot of, uh, parts to it. Um, I would just encourage everybody to, to have hope, uh, each and every day that you wake up, uh, to go out into this world and put your best foot forward. We're not all perfect we don't always uh achieve what we're trying to achieve we don't always uh make the right decisions but each day you get um just try to be your best and uh and try to be as positive as you can when you go out into this world don't let this world beat you down i mean there's a lot of crazy stuff going on but have a solid foundation stand tall on the ground and don't be imbalanced uh you you can do it and and, and you do it um day by day one step at a time one second at a time and just uh and and keep on living and have hope and joy in life absolutely times 856 well said Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you guys have a, a great weekend, a marvelous and powerful weekend. We really appreciated today's conversation with Mr. Ken Maurice. Uh, Ken, if you ever want to come back on the show, my brother, we can definitely do this again, man. Thank <laughs> you very much. And <laughs> we will do. do. <laughs> we can do this again. Absolutely. Uh, Hostway says, great interview, man. Peace and blessings. Uh, remember, more love and good vibes. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Hope that you guys have a safe weekend. Be blessed. Take care of yourself and each other.